Look at my like super sweet jammies. I know you look like a Russian bride. I am a Russian bride. I don't know why I chose Russian. I don't know either, but I went with it. More like just straight mid life. Yeah. yeah. Cougar. Uh-huh. Mom. You're just saying that because it's cheetah print. They're my cheetah print yeah. jammies from Costco. Yeah. And um, you wore them as a set. That's a decision. I did. I did. <laughs> Most of my Costco jammies I wear as a set. That's really weird. It is. I mean, I do that for my kids, but like for myself, the shirt goes away forever. Yeah. And then the pants. Because nobody wants the shirt. Well, it's only in the winter time that the shirt actually comes out because they're all long sleeve. Yeah. Mine are usually like the button up with the collars and I'm like, uh, when am I? (laughs) Yeah, I have those too. Who do you think I am? (laughs) Yeah. Usually those are the ones that get lost. Mm -hmm. So those stay perfectly (laughs) perm-pressed until I donate them and I keep the pants. (laughs) And the pants are like long gone. Oh, yeah. Like they're like Like, balls of mm -hmm. tattered material just hanging on by a thread. The fucking strings are gone or just like a million of them. They're broken apart, shredded. Uh Anyway, you want to oh. hear my goddamn, Erin? I would love to. Because it kind of relates to us talking about life being shit because my life is still shit. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Tell okay, me about well, it. Well, I'm going to tell you about it because I had a goddamn for you mm-hmm. and I'm still going to tell it to you mm-hmm. <laughs> as I normally would. But I got a bigger goddamn, like my goddamn one up to each other. Oh, no. So my original goddamn was that Chip is in heat, a.k.a. she has her period right now. Uh-oh. Puppy period. Uh-oh. Forgot to oh, get her bitch fixed. started to fucking yeah. help me out there. I know. That's why I laughed because I'm like, she's in heat. <laughs> literal bitch. <laughs> that literal bitch was literally humping you because she's in heat and you turn her on. <laughs> I can't help it. She's like, know? ooh, I need to get me some of that ass. She's fucking great. <laughs> I love her. I was like, oh, she's hugging me. <laughs> <laughs> she's hugging me really aggressively. <laughs> she's hugging me so tight. <laughs> <laughs> she was just trying to latch on and get a good yeah, anchor. she was. <laughs> no, okay, but so I thought I had much longer, like six more months before I had to deal with this. How old is she? I thought she was like six months old, right? I don't know. I'd have to ask Lee. I never I keep track. You got I her at the same time I got Sonic, right? Roughly. I don't know. They were kitten puppy together. Were they? I okay, so, so how old is Sonic? He's uh, February, so he's almost a year. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I never keep track, but I assumed I still had like six more months or something, so I really wasn't that worried about it. Yeah. But also, I had done all of the fucking steps to get her spayed or whatever it is yeah. they do. Yeah. Spay? Yeah. Spayed? What is the word? They just spay them, right? They spay them, and they have spayed them. Like past tense yeah, of spaying. I believe. All right. I believe. Anyway. Yeah. I believe. I always just say the word really fast and hope nobody Spam. corrects me. Yeah. I yeah, just say like, neuter and everyone's like, that's for boys. I know. I'm like, don't gender assign my animals. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I had taken her to the vet. This isn't even my goddamn. I'm going way too in detail. But I had taken her to the vet and the vet was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we can schedule you. But like, it's really busy right now. So you can just call back on Monday and you're going to want to do that soon because you just had her checked out. So like, it'll save you $70 if you do it in the next week. Like, oh, we require a whatever, checkup a checkup before, but you just did one. So you have another week. If yeah. you book it, then we won't charge you. And I was like, okay, like I want to schedule it now. But she kind of like blew me off. Like it's fucking busy, so call. And you're like, bitch, I called now. I know. And I was also, I actually really like the vet, but also I was kind of like, I just want to get the fuck out of here too. Yeah. So yeah. whatever. I tried. Never <laughs> called. Never called. You know I didn't call. It was yeah. like a Friday too. Like I'm not calling on Monday. Yeah. Fuck, I got so many things going on. You're busy. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. Didn't call. And then I started noticing like little red dots everywhere. <gasps> 
Yeah, like on the kitchen floor and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is bleeding? It's my dog. And also right before that, her vajayjay was so swollen. And I never have ever, ever, ever seen her vajayjay. But like she was sprawling it out and like getting at it, you know? And then she like moved her head away to look at me. And I was like, Jesus, Teddy fucking Christ. It looked like when somebody's lips get stung by a bee. Like it was <laughs> red and mad and shiny and like, whoa, something... I guess it wasn't red. Like, nobody come at me. It wasn't, like, infected or anything. It was bleeding everywhere. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. So I had to go get her diapers. Oh, she's not wearing one now, and she tried to fucking jizz on me. I know. She can't jizz. She has a labia. So, (laughs) just one. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, she's had diapers on her this whole fucking time. And then yesterday, I took her diaper off, and there was, like, almost nothing in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I feel bad putting this thing on her all day. And we've been leaving her out most of the day without a diaper. Anyway, so I was like, oh, I'll take it off. Free bleed, baby. (laughs) Yeah. So I like took it off and I was letting her run around, you know, risking it for the biscuit. Because I don't know how fucking long this lasts. Yeah. It's like a normal period. You should be. Yeah. It was like anywhere between a week to four months. I don't know. It gave me like the shittiest windows. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I didn't Google that hard. Your dog is dying. Yeah. I didn't Google that hard. It was like the first one that, you know, like the paragraph they take out. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, long story short, this morning she bled everywhere, so she really needs a diaper again. Oh, no. <laughs> she wasn't in— It's like the biggest diaper in the world. This, She's got a fat ass. And she does, man. <laughs> She's getting good at letting me put it on her, though. But this kind of plays into my other goddamn now because I have been so diligent about making sure she's that woman has had that diaper on or she's <laughs> she outside a woman or whatever. Now. I know. It seems to be that nobody else in the house is capable of doing the same. So she's been running around today without a fucking diaper. And I have given up on life because my goddamn is that everybody in my fucking house has the goddamn stomach flu. They're vomiting. They're shitting. They're doing nonstop. Everything is exiting their body. Can't wait for that. I mean, it's a long fucking story, but happened with my oldest last week. Just one time, just one little pukey, so it wasn't that big of a deal. And then on Monday of this week, I had one little pukey out of nowhere, but I'm a mom, so I don't get to check in with my own body and make sure everything's okay. I was just like, wow, that was weird. And then I got a call from daycare, and she was like, hey, by the way, your youngest just threw up. And I was like, wow, that's fucking out of nowhere. Even though it How wasn't. shocking. It wasn't out of nowhere. It's called a fucking flu. Half of my family so far has thrown up. I cannot believe another one. <laughs> yeah, like I am shocked. So I pick him up and I was even like, well, is, it, is he fine now? Like, can yeah, he yeah. Like, does he feel okay? And she was like, no, nah, he's got to go. So I go pick him up. No, he's got to go. He's got to fucking go, man. He's so had I, too much. He's been 86. Yeah, we got to get him out of this joint. So I come pick him up and she's like, hey, do you want a bag so he can vomit in? And I was like, I mean, he's fine. It'll be fine. And then driving home, he proceeds to vomit all over himself. All over my car, all over the car seat, everywhere. There's vomit. Puke. Oh, no. And I knew it was coming, too, because he screams. He's little. He's three. He's like, yeah. ah! And you're like, oh, no. And they point at their mouth like, yeah. I don't feel good. Something's wrong here. Yeah. And I'm like, just let it out, baby. So he's vomiting all over himself. You told him to let it out? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm like, like, close gonna, like, your mouth. Swallow that shit. Yeah. Put, put your fucking... Catch it. <laughs> yes. No, I was just like, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, listen, do what you got to do, because I fucking give up on life. So he's vomiting everywhere. I get him home. I get him cleaned up, whatever. Mind you, I still have to work. Like, yeah. I'm working from home, dealing with a sick kid. Then I tell my husband, because he can't go the next day to school, because they're not allowed. If yeah. they vomit it within 24 hours, I tell my husband, hey, man, we've been sick since fucking September. I'm done. You got to stay home with the kid. And he's like, I'm on it. I got this, babe. I got you, boo. You do your thing. Work's crazy. I get it. Woo, I'm here for you. Well, homie gets sick. Um <laughs> Which is shitting. the worst. The worst. Shitting and vomiting everywhere. Sick? Oh my Jesus god. Christ. Honestly though, I feel bad for it. Like he didn't look good. No. <laughs> he Aww. didn't look good. He was like pale and sweaty and shaky. And I was just like, 
don't die. Like, whatever you do, just don't die. <laughs> like, throwing drugs at him. Yeah, like, please. I literally was Regulate from, your fever. Yeah, help yourself. Over there. Help yourself. And then, okay, so he dies all night on, like, Tuesday night. I don't even fucking know anymore. I don't even know what day it is now. But he proceeds to die all night. He's homesick all day the next day. Mm. I take my kid now, who's been clear for 24 hours, to daycare. Drop him off at daycare. At the door, daycare lady's like, my kid just threw up. And I'm like, this isn't going to last. Like, I'm going to have to come get him. But I'm still like, bye. Like, right away. <laughs> Peace be with you. Yeah. Hope he feels better. <laughs> Hope it doesn't get on my kid. And I run away. And then I get a call to come get him, you know, early. So then kid's still home. Now I have a sick kid, sick husband. And I'm still working because work is crazy. And then we cut to today. We're here today. And mommy has had quite the fucking day. Oh, I forgot to tell you, actually, uh-huh. though. Before all that, when Lee was vomiting, in the morning, I'm, like, trying to get everybody out of the door because I'm single mom in it, right, while Lee is dying. Lee grabs a bag to vomit into a bag because it's that kind of vomit. Like, you don't have time time to run to a toilet. So he's got, like, a grocery bag, and he vomits in the grocery bag. And I'm just kind of like, you know, moral support, like, keep coughing. Way to go. Do it in the kitchen, though, in case there's a hole in that bag. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I don't even know if I can talk about it. I can't do spit. Yeah. Or snot. Yeah. I could do it in my kids. Even vomit with the kids is a little rough, but I could do it for the kids. And a grown-ass adult, I will, I'm not going to make it. So anyway, he's vomiting into the bag. And he's just sitting there shaking, covered in sweat, pale oh. as fuck. And I'm like, give me the bag. You know, like. I'm going to throw up too. <laughs> yeah, it's my turn. We're going to double up on this bitch. <laughs> no, but like he. Fuck okay. a fresh bag. We're saving is- money. <laughs> <laughs> These things cost 10 cents each. He has been vomiting all night long. Hasn't been able to take a sip of water. I don't know how this motherfucker managed. What? That's rabies. Yeah. He might have rabies. <laughs> and I'm over here like, get the fuck up. You've been sick long enough. Take care of a kid. So uh, he's dying of rabies, vomiting in the bag. Fills this motherfucker up. I take it. And it has enough room for me to like clasp the top shut without like it spilling over. Right? Like yeah. it is a full motherfucking bag of vomit. And then I look at him and I'm like, what do I do with it? <laughs> like, I've never, like, it, hose it out out back. Do I throw it in the trash? I was just going to take it to the trash and throw it away. Like, I would say, yeah, tie it Fucking knot that shit up and throw it away. And he's like, dump it in the toilet. But he's having a hard time Ooh, even saying that. No. So I was like, great idea. No, that's Aaron, a terrible idea, Aaron, It gets way worse, sir. That's a terrible idea. It gets way, what, way, casually way. dump it out with the fucking handle slapping yeah, around? Yeah, girl didn't think about that shit, did she? Uh-uh. And there was a hole in the bag that I was fully unaware of. So I get to the toilet. I start to tip. The bag fucking collapses in on itself yeah, and does like does. jellyfish moves. It's a yeah. fucking grocery bag. Of like, of slippery slush. <laughs> <laughs> Slimy vomit. Uh, spills all over my hand. Oh, that is disgusting. It's warm. warm. And it is slippery and drippy. That is so gross. It spills all over the toilet bowl. Like, I had lifted up the toilet seat, like, don't want to get on the toilet seat. It spilled all over the toilet bowl, all over the floor, splashed on my feet. casually preparing for a nice, easy dump. Yeah. Like an idiot. Like, uh, like I'm pouring a solid (laughs) out of the bag. That part was implied. Dun, dun, dun. All done. Like out of a fucking pitcher. I don't know what my plan was. It wasn't even like I like crinkled it in a way that I wouldn't touch the handles or anything because I didn't want to touch anything. I was like, ah, and then it just fucking collapsed in on itself and imploded, exploded. 
everywhere and it smelled like how vomit smells you know that one thing oh my god 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 i was panicking and i was like like trying not i i don't even know how i didn't throw up and it's even hard for me to tell the story without almost throwing up so it makes my mouth water oh my god it It could just be me catching it though (laughs) oh my god it was the worst you yeah you might have it you're in this house it's you're in the danger zone the hot zone okay so long fucking story short everybody goes through it i'm fine i think i don't know i never feel good I'm stressed. I'm tired. I never have a normal shit. I feel nauseous all the time. I feel like that's just life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, puked. That's okay. Keep going. So everybody's dying. And then I get home from like dropping off a kid or whatever happened after that vomit. I don't know. All the days blur together. But I do know that I walked into the room. Lee's dying in the bed. And Chip is laying on my bed with a diaper on. And she's cozy and comfy. And she's been acting kind of weird. Well, girl's been having a rough go. <laughs> Girl needs you some fucking chocolate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let her sleep. And I'm like, oh, hi, baby. And I, like, pet her. And I'm like, what's wrong? And then she kind of stands up and she goes, oh, no. Like, she's going to vomit. She's on my bed. Oh, Which, no. by the way, my bed sheets are all fucked up because Tasmanian devil of a sick asshole over there has been twisting them all up, doing weird, crazy-ass things. Yeah. So, like, now my mattress is exposed. And oh, no. I panic because I'm like, I don't want her to vomit any on anything, let alone my bare mattress. Yeah. So I grab the closest thing to me, and it was Lee's shorts, and I hold it up, and I'm like, this isn't a good idea. He's got, like, his wallet and his belt on it. I'm going to have to touch that. That's terrible. Like, he took his shorts off by the bed, you know? Yeah. To get in bed. Fully dressed, and he's just like, like, his ghost could have fucking disappeared right there. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Jesus took him up in that spot. That's what it looked like. <laughs> and so I noticed for some reason— <laughs> On the floor, one of my dresses had fallen from the closet. And so I was like, fuck it. I haven't worn this thing in a million years. You can puke on this dress. So I grab it and I like put it in front of her. And I'm like, oh, poor baby. And she's like, like, you know, she's a big ass dog. It's about to be a big ass vomit. Yeah. Erin, I am not shitting you. It fucking projectile. This motherfucker projectile vomited (laughs) all over me. Not a drop (laughs) touched that goddamn dress that I was holding. She shot that vomit out of her mouth like a goddamn arrow. It splattered on my chest, went down my legs. I was covered in dog vomit. And this is just mere minutes before pouring it all over my goddamn hand. I'm done. What the fuck? I'm done. And the day before, I was fucking pulling a kid out of a car seat covered in vomit. Oh, my God. That is so gross. Oh, it's the worst. I'm I so done. I love that you got two separate articles of clothing before just, like, grabbing the dog by the scruff and pulling her into the well, bathroom. She's, she doesn't feel good. She's got her period. She probably <laughs> cramps. She's, like, scared. Like, I've never done this before. What the fuck's happening? And I'm like, come on, baby girl. You got it. Poof, all over me. Oh, it's like one of those you're goddamn. So kind. I'm not anymore. I'm over it. <laughs> It was like my one of dogs. Those... The moment that they have a look on their face, like I don't feel so good. I'm like dragging them because they're <laughs> fucking enormous. I'm dragging them, like resisting, and I've got their little fucking armpits under, and I'm like pulling them to the kitchen. I'm like you will not throw up on my carpet or anything else. <laughs> this is a lot of vomit. There's a lot of vomit. Ugh. They're big dogs. Yeah, you it is a lot of vomit. Get that shit to a fucking tile surface. Mm. It's the only way. Yeah, I've only <laughs> ever really dealt with small dog vomit, and that shit is very containable. Yeah, like cat vomit. She was like, like one of those like ink bombs that goes off if you steal money bag from a bank. <laughs> <laughs> a vomit. And I was just standing there in the wake of it all, just like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and by the way, I'm like late for a meeting while this is going on. And I'm like, I have to shower again. You just got later. <laughs> I just got later. 
And oh nobody cares, God. you know? Like, no. nobody at work wants to hear, like, oh, you know, I just got threw up on, like, 800 times and yes. just being a mom. How was your morning? <laughs> oh, it was great. Everybody's like, cool. Anyway, can you do this thing? Because it's needed now. Hmm, so gross. I'm going <laughs> to fucking rage, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait for our girls' trip coming up soon because me I need too. it. Also, tell me in. <sighs> That's my goddamn. That's that was one. cathartic just to get off my chest. That's a really good one. And uh, I'm glad you didn't spoil it for me before when I knew that you guys were sick because that's really funny to oh me. My God. Yeah, Not it was you. the worst. <laughs> it was the worst. Also, by the way, I've never seen so much like explosion in my entire family out of everybody. Yeah. Like, vomiting, pooping. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's like a goddamn. Be careful, guys. You've like, seen, you don't like, want this. All of your family's insides. All of them. Everywhere. Yeah. In places of shit. Anyway. Oh, so what's really your funny. goddamn, Aaron? Uh, well, mine is not nearly as exciting, but it is that I'm also sick in a different <laughs> kind of sick, and it fucking sucks. The world like, is just ending. Yeah, and just this is just life now. My husband's sick. My kids were sick. I'm sick now, so you know, and should be getting over it at this point in my fucking life. But it fucking sucks. It's just like I know sore throat, headache, whatever, all this bullshit, and then now you're gonna life... go home and shit yourself out. You're I know, your right? I hope not. But life just happens. Like, life just keeps happening. And I'm like, but I want to lay down. Like, I'm so don't feel good. I know. And everyone is just like, is it COVID? And I'm like, no, it's not. I've tested. And they're like, oh, okay, so you're coming in today. And I'm like, well, fuck off, man. Well, no, it's COVID now. Yeah. Oh, wait, I forgot. I'll take another test right now. Positive. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So fucking stupid. One of the guys at work asked me, he's like, what do you have? And I was like, I don't fucking know, man. Kids? What do you like, mean? What do you yeah. Mean? yeah, like, That's I'm just alive, and it yeah. sucks right yeah. now. I, what do you I, mean, what do I have? It's December, and <laughs> I have kids. Yeah. That's what I have. Yeah, everybody's fucking birthday, mm-hmm. all these goddamn holiday bullshit things. Mm-hmm. 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 Everybody's mm-hmm. like, it's mm-hmm. the most wonderful time of the year, and I just want to go off myself right now. I think that's when suicide rates are the highest. Oh, no, that's really sad. <laughs> it's all mothers who are stressed. Yeah, it could be. It very well could be. But, I mean, I still, like, feel okay. Like, I'm... Yeah. My ambition is still okay. But I just want to fucking lay down. Like, I just... Want to relax. I'm sick. My Your little body girl, whenever she's literally sick. telling you to. I know, right? Yeah. My little girl, whenever she's sick, she'll just look at you and go, I'm sick. She is sick. And so I keep doing that to Brandon. I'm, so I'm sick. I don't feel good. Does Brandon have it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. It always did, sucks anyway. if you're sick at the same time as your husband. Yeah, because then no sympathy. Zero. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, my throat hurts. And he's like, so does mine. And he's like coughing. And I'm like, bitch, listen to this. <laughs> We're like, oh, you fighting. think that was a deep <laughs> cough? <Yeah. laughs> Stupid. Uh, look at my snot. <laughs> yeah. Mine's really green. Yeah. <laughs> I think mine's turning into a sinus infection. <laughs> he's like, mine's getting worse. And I'm like, mine too. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you do not get the day off. Mine is getting worse too. <laughs> Being a parent is hard. It's a trap. Don't it's, do it. Yeah, it's really fucking hard. But the kids are great. And they're just, you know, like they, oh, like you said, you give them Tylenol and they're fine. Yeah, they throw up once and then they're like, anyway, do you want to play ninjas? And you're like, bro, you just vomited everywhere, yeah. all over the car. I'm still cleaning that. Yeah. And they're like, let's fucking run around. You want to go outside? I'm going to go get my friend. And I'm like, I want to stay inside on the couch. I want to watch amount, a movie. Speaking like, of the amount of times that I have been asked by my youngest if he can go outside and play in mud, I'm like, no. Like, he wants That's the hose. That's you got this. It's like 40 fucking degrees outside. Right? And he doesn't like to wear clothes. No, he never wears clothes. He wants to go play in the mud. Now, granted, that is a lot of fun in the summer. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that shit's going to be frozen. 
little icicles <sighs> coming out of that hose. Jesus, titty fucking Christ. Kids I'm are not dumb. gonna make it. They're so dumb. Yeah. I'm not gonna make it. I know. Listen, we're gonna have a vacation here coming up pretty soon. Cannot wait. And it's gonna be great. And Can't then it's going to be holidays. It's going to be great. And that's going to be great. I need something to change because I might not make it. Well, something will change. We're going to hang out more. I'm so excited. I miss you. Are you so excited? Yes. Guys, we're going to go see. <laughs> Can I tell them who we're going to see? Yeah. Yes. Yes. We're going to go see. Da -na 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 -na. That's my drum roll. David fucking Copperfield. Motherfucking Copperfield. The magician himself. I'm sorry. Mr. Copperfield to you motherfuckers. Did I say front fucking row? Not yes, she did. To flex. Weird front flex. <laughs> front row, Mr. I'm Copperfield. So fucking excited. I was talking to Brandon. He's like, why? And I was like, so I can <laughs> see the magic. Like, what do you <laughs> fucking mean, why? To fulfill all of my childhood dreams. Yeah. Are you kidding? Although, I watched him move the entire Statue of Liberty. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest. I've never actually watched anything that he's done. So this is going to blow <laughs> oh, my mind. Oh, you are in for a treat, miss. <laughs> and I can't wait to be drunk and with you and then watching it and being way too loud and aggressive. <laughs> you were like, what kind of, like, what does he do? And I was just like, big magic. Yeah, you were like, he moves buildings. And I was like, okay, so How's we're going to levitate. <laughs> How's he going to do that in this building? <laughs> <laughs> like a building inside of a building? <laughs> I've never seen that. Perhaps he will. Yeah, we just don't know. You know? I used to watch his I'm fucking watch specials. Sleight of hand. And I'm like, it's in his sleeve. Oh, no, you're not going to see shit. Oh, I might. It's I'm going to be motherfucking Copperfield. New. No, no way. You could no, be, no. you could be staring right at his. He could explain to you how the fuck he's gonna do it, and you still wouldn't see it. That's how goddamn good. Didn't that you say is. he's like ninety though? Maybe he's got. He's gotta slow be in his old age. He's gotta be ninety. No Which, way. Speaking on that, I really wanted to. You wanted to make shirts, and I was like, let's make really aggressively dirty shirts yeah. so that to make him uncomfortable. And she's like, he's like ninety, and I was like, that's part of the fun. <laughs> I, I just fun. feel like it'd be too disrespectful. <laughs> Like, I grew up with him in my household as, like, an admirable figure. Uh, That's like going up to your fucking priest or something. I would, wear, I would wear that shirt to meet fucking George Washington. Well, fuck <laughs> like, George Washington. Like, I'll sand down those teeth. I or like, something. I don't know. I would, <laughs> I would ask my dad every time we'd watch one, I'd be like, how did he do it? And my dad would, like, take stabs, you know, like, guess. Yeah. Like, ah, well, if you have a mirror and if they're over here and blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. I, I, I wish I could have done this with my dad. This is more cathartic for me. You need to wear, like, a sparkly red leotard yes. so that if he needs an assistant, he'll I'm be there. like, I'm already dressed. <laughs> Can I dress like an assistant? Yes. Oh, yes, I hope like, I get sparkly picked. fucking tights. <laughs> like, cut me in <laughs> half, bitch. I'm ready. <gasps> Maybe that's what our shirt should say. Cut me in half. Cut me in half. <laughs> like, my hand up in the air. Cut me, cut me. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, but God. yeah, that's my goddamn is that I'm fucking sick. And also, I cannot wait for our fucking adventure. <laughs> We're going to see David Mother Copperfield. I'm going to call him Dave. Because I don't have that same respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about murder? Yeah. According to Erin, she's got a motherfucking seven-pager for you. Right? Yeah, a seven-pager for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's a doozy. <laughs> it's always a doozy. Well, here on episode 222. 222. 222. Lucky 222. Ooh, that's an you. angel number or some shit. Is it? Mm-hmm. It sounds like it. I think 2222 is. It's like a good witch. Yeah. Yeah. Like Glinda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about... William Hirons. Yes. Yes, William. Mm. Ooh, Daith just pushed it right out. It showed up, day girl. So, mm. we're going to start off with Josephine Ross, okay? Okay. 
Josephine was 43 years old and lived in an apartment in a suburb of Chicago with her two daughters, Mary Jane and Jacqueline. Okay. Okay. Josephine was into psychic readings. Love it. Because obviously. Mm-hmm. And she had plans to open a restaurant. Okay. Ooh, she was ambition. Like, mm-hmm. She had divorced from her ex-husband, and I think that she was trying to like get something in the settlement or something to get some odd amount of money so that she could open this restaurant. And she was all fucking stoked on it. Big plans, right? Love it. That mm-hmm. sounds like a whole fucking new life. Hell yeah. She was a good-looking woman, mm-hmm. and she had a new fiancé mm-hmm. named Oscar Nordmark. Okay. She also allegedly had a side piece. <gasps> but we won't get into that. Scandalous. Irrelevant. Josephine. Okay? But like, she was a well sought after woman, right? Yeah. Look at that. Doing she, fucking well for herself. She is doing great. On June 4th, 1945. So we're wow. fucking in the back times, right? Okay. I was like, Jesus, when was all of this? <laughs> World War II. <laughs> yeah. Right after it. <laughs> oh my God. Josephine had gone to a psychic, and they gave her a great reading. They were like, fuck it. Everything's coming up, Josephine, right? Like, don't worry about it. You got big things. Good stuff's happening. Yeah. And then the very next day, June 5th, she and her daughters woke up. She chatted with them about their days, all that bullshit, right? All that bullshit. All that, you know, normal morning stuff. Like, what are you doing today? How'd you sleep? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the daughters left for work at around 9 a.m. Wow, how old are the daughters? Older. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then she decided that she was going to go back to bed because fucking live your dream. Hell yeah. (laughs) Fucking goals. A hundred percent. I was like, can I have that decision? Just go back to bed right after waking up? I think I'll open a restaurant at some point. Anyway, I'm going to take a nap now. Fuck yeah. That sounds great. (laughs) That sounds amazing. But at about 1.30 p.m., Jacqueline came home for lunch as she normally did. But she found the apartment a fucking disaster. Uh-oh. There were drawers pulled out, chairs knocked over, newspapers, mail all over the floor. Someone had ransacked the place. Yeah. Right? Interesting. That's kind of scary. I'd be like, mm, I want to get the fuck out of here. Right? But her mom's home. So oh. she ran to Josephine's room like, well, where's mom? Oh, this is Jacqueline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jacqueline came home for lunch from her, her work break, lunch break. Whatever. Oh, no. This is so much scarier. I don't know why in my head I thought it was Josephine. No. Uh-oh. No. Uh-oh. Yeah. Mom went back to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Jacqueline yeah. came home. She ran to Josephine's room and she found her mom oh, no. dead on her bed. Hmm. Josephine had been stabbed to death Uh with multiple stab wounds to her neck. There was blood everywhere. The walls, the curtains, soaking through the mattress, fucking everywhere. Oh, my God. And this is in the 40s. 45, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. That's not good. Not a good time to be stabbed. No, no. I guess, no, it's still not a good time to get stabbed, just to clarify. I don't really ever want to get stabbed, but (laughs) definitely not back in time. (laughs) Josephine's clothes were found in the tub in the bathroom. Weird. Soaking in bloody water. Super weird. Super weird. Yeah. The only thing missing from the apartment was cash, but not even like a significant amount of cash. It was like change? Yeah, literally. (laughs) quarters? Yeah, like uh, they said, like... Coins, like change, was missing. Yeah. There were no fingerprints found at the scene. Oh. And Josephine's fiancé, Oscar, had an airtight alibi. Okay. There were two witnesses in the apartment complex. The whole complex? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. A custodian and another tenant mm-hmm. who saw a slender man in a white sweater who looked like he was wandering aimlessly around the complex. Who is murdering in a white sweater? You know? It's not going to be white after. No. Know? Yeah. It's- Okay, so we got a slender man in a white sweater. Mm-hmm. He was also described as dark-haired and swarthy. I don't know what that word even means. Apparently it means dark complexion. Oh, well, that's good to know. Hey, question. Answer. What month is this? June. That's hot for a sweater. Not in Chicago? Chicago? It's probably hot. Yeah, it's probably hot <laughs> Does it shit. not get hot there? <laughs> yeah. It's probably humid or something. I don't know. Yeah. Why is he in a sweater? Maybe it's like a linen sweater. You know, like a long sleeve, but it's like mm, not really a sweater. Mm, not buying it. He's the killer. He probably is covering up wounds. Could be. Okay. Or he was like, uh-oh, like, grab this white sweater, throw it on. Mm, Gotta get out of here, you know? Mm, and they're like, that's an oddly feminine sweater for that man. <laughs> he looks just rather like, effeminate. Yeah. He looks just like Josephine. Mm. Mm. Looks like her sweater. Okay. Don't know. That's all speculation. Yeah. So, police couldn't find this guy. And they had no other leads. Hmm. Just that two people were like, yeah, man, I saw that guy walking around. That was weird. Yeah, they were like, I saw a weird guy. But that's not even like, yeah, he was covered in blood. They're just like, I saw a guy. That I didn't recognize. Yeah, that I hadn't seen before. Might want to look for. Mm Mm-hmm. And police were like, don't know where he went. Can you imagine being a police officer on this? Like, that would suck. Uh, like, I think John Mulaney had out a, of ideas. a bit on it that was like, back then, you could commit a crime, and as long as you weren't still there when the cops showed up, <laughs> like, you got away with it. <laughs> yeah, right? They're like, fuck, man. Missed him. <laughs> yeah, we'll get him next time. <laughs> the case goes cold. So then about six months later, just a few blocks away in another apartment building, lived Francis Brown. And Frances was in the women's branch of the Navy during World War II. Oh, okay. She worked for three years as a telegrapher. Telegrapher? Telegrapher. I feel like telegrapher. <laughs> it's weird to say it, though, yeah, right? Yeah. And she did she, telegraphs. Yeah, she sent out telegraphs. Like telegrams? Telegram. No, <laughs> telegraphs. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, she was honorably discharged when Japan surrendered in the war, you know? Yeah, they were like, we don't need you any longer. Mm-hmm. And then she went back to the job that she had before the war. But, like, what a fucking honorable lady. Cool-ass yeah. job. Mm-hmm. She lived in an apartment. Do you think she ever was just like, like, dick? You're such a dick. Probably. That's probably her go-to insult. She lived in an apartment with her roomie and friend, Viola Butler. Mm-hmm. On December 10th, 1945, Viola was spending the night at a friend's house, and Frances returned home to the apartment at about 9.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be alone tonight, right? Okay. When she got there, the front desk manager person said that a man had come by asking for her. Oh. But when he told her that she wasn't there, he left. <gasps> Okay, that seems a little like, hey, man, can you not tell people what's going on? Right? Like, I'll let her know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, nobody's that suspicious. Yeah. But Frances didn't seem surprised by this, and she continued on to her apartment on the sixth floor of the building. Okay. Thanks for the update. Yeah. She's like, cool, 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 cool. Missed him. Whatever. When she got inside her apartment, she called her mom, and she planned a visit for Christmas. She picked out clothes for the next day, mm-hmm. and she showered and went to bed. Wow. Okay. The next morning at about 9 a.m., they said housekeeper, a housekeeper. Oh, fancy. 
I think it's more like a apartment maintenance person because okay. they weren't like going to her room, but they were walking by. But they saw Francis's door ajar, and there was really loud music coming from inside. Uh oh! And so they're like, "What goes on here?" Right? Yeah, somebody's covering something up. Mm-hmm. So she peeked her head in, and she saw blood spattered everywhere. Oh no! And so. Contrary to everything that I would have done, she was like, let me investigate further. Let me go inside of this death room. This <laughs> yeah. room of death. Yeah. I'm just going to pop in. Mm-hmm. There was a huge cryptic message <gasps> written in lipstick what? on the living room wall that said, for heaven's sake, catch me before I kill more. Oh. I cannot control myself. I feel like I've read that line before. Yes. This you is have. something I know. I had to... Like, search all of our shit so many times because I was like, have we done this one? I feel like I've done it before or I feel like I've heard it before or something. Yeah. But we haven't. I believe you. I don't think it's the one that we've done. I think I've just heard, like, I've heard that. Yeah. 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 Catch me before I kill again. Like, I can't stop myself. Mm -hmm. Creep. So Super creep. So I'm sorry if you've heard this one before. No, I'm not sorry. I want to hear it. Bear with me because I didn't know a lot of shit and it's going to go in a weird direction. Ooh, okay. According to me. Okay. I love it. Okay, so fucking buckle up, bitches. Ready, motherfucker. So, weird cryptic message, and she was like, interesting. I'm going to keep investigating. No! Get the fuck out of the house. This is a crime scene, bro. Ma'am, leave. Yeah, go get an authority. <laughs> yeah, what? Like, call this the police. like you on the phone with pictures. You oh. Know? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Turn back. That is evidence. But there's also no way that I'm going to flip to the next picture and it's going to fucking pop out a murderer and kill me. What if she's thinking the same thing? What if she's like, there's no way there's going to be a dead person on the other side of this wall? On the other side of this blood spattered fucking room with the door open and loud music playing and a creepy ass fucking message written on the wall? No way. What if she opened the door and she's like, oh, man, what a mess. I have to fucking clean this up. <laughs> Let me see how bad it really is. Like, what color lipstick? Is that shit going to stay Oh, the it's going to be red. Yeah. Nobody's writing in, like, pink. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a <peach>. lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> fucking coral. You can only see it with a UV light. Yeah. It's like, if you look real close from the side and shine a light at it. Yeah, it's just like the shimmer lip gloss. <laughs> yeah. Or like the Victoria's Secret juicy ones. They're like super wet. <laughs> yeah. Like jelly rolls. Like sticky. Why yeah. Like Remember those? Probably be easier to write with though. It would drip. That'd be more intense. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway. She was like, yep, go on. I'm going to go see what this is all about. There was a trail of blood leading from the bed to the bathroom. Okay. And the housekeeper just fucking kept on going, right? She's like, let's follow the trail. Mm-hmm. And she found Francis... They said stretched out over the bathtub. No. I don't know what that You know what that reminds me of? If you've ever looked up. Yeah. yeah, If you've ever looked up Jeffrey Dahmer pictures. I know. Is that what they mean? I don't think so. What do they think? What do you think that means? I assumed like laying on top of it kind of. Like Like not in in the bath, but like like over the bath, like on the edge. I'm not entirely sure. Like if you're like a cat laying on the side of the couch? Yeah. Like long ways? Yeah, but like... Like hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> Not hamburger? No. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer's was hamburger. Yeah, I think it's... It, yeah. Yeah, Um, I think it's more like hot dog, yeah. Oh, okay. She stretched out over the bathtub with her pajamas wrapped around her head. Hmm. And a butcher knife stuck in her neck. Oh. So and, we have some consistencies. Yep. Okay. But also a gunshot wound to the head. 
What? Now, I don't know if the um, housekeeper investigator saw that or yeah. if, like, the police did. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. You're just telling me what was going on. Yeah. Now, that is interesting. Was Do we know if it was pre or post-mortem? The I'm shot? assuming pre. Okay, like that's probably what killed her? Yes. <gasps> Could you imagine having a butcher knife sticking out of your neck and still being alive? No. But also it could have just been like all together. Uh, okay, you like know? shink, boom. Yeah, oh like God. very quick aggressive What's up thing? with this person in the bathtub though, huh? Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. I want to say it's kind of like maybe they're trying to clean. Like the other lady's clothes were in there, so maybe it was like, oh, I no. thought so too, but then you said that she's kind of like sprawled on it. Yeah. So then that made me think like did he make, I'm assuming he, sorry, did the person make. Maybe he tried to bleed her out in there. Because <gasps> if she was stabbed in the neck and like stretched out over the bathtub. What the fuck? Okay. But I don't know. Okay. So the entire apartment had been ransacked. Just like Josephine's, mm-hmm. but nothing important was missing. How far apart is this from Josephine's murder? This is in December. Hers was in June. A couple I months. Think. Okay. So it's like six months. Yeah. Is it the same area? Sorry if you yes. already said all of this. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's a few blocks away or something. Okay. Okay. As for witnesses, a fellow tenant said that they heard what they thought was gunshots at about 4 a.m. Well, there was at least one. Mm-hmm. 4 a.m. Okay. Okay. And at about the same time, the night manager saw a man come down the elevator who he didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. He said that he appeared nervous and he kind of like fumbled with the front door and left in a hurry, right? Okay, because he just murdered. Probably. Yeah. He looked to be between 35 and 40 years old. Oh. That's all the information I got. That's older than I was thinking. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know why. Because hmm. it's so violent. Maybe, yeah. Like, it seems so immature. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they were sexually assaulted or anything. Hmm. Okay. Police determined that the man must have entered through the fire escape directly <gasps> into Francis's apartment. Fuck that. Mm. Oh, my God. And he checked in and was like, oh, she's not home. This is a perfect time for me to go climb up there and she'll never know. What the fuck? Probably. Yeah. Oh, no. But this time, they also had a bloody fingerprint on the door jam. Oh, getting sloppy, dude. Right? Unfortunately, that's about all they had. Okay, just the fingerprint. Mm-hmm. And any, a bullet? Any idea what kind of gun it was? We got any? I'm sure they did, but I do not. <laughs> I'm sure okay. the police were like, I, it's bow and arrow or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know? <laughs> any suspects they had seemed to have alibis. And there was one man who happened to be a butcher who confessed to her murder, but he changed his story every time he told it. What a dum-dum. And he was currently being investigated for 13 other murders Jesus. in Ohio at the time. Ohio? Yeah. So oh, is this guy like in prison or something and he's like, I did that one. And he happened to be a butcher. It's not just some random butcher in the neighborhood that's like, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's one of those. And they're like, I think this guy's just like a serial confessor. Gotcha. Either way, the police didn't have enough evidence to say it was him. So they don't arrest him. Right. Yeah, like he never becomes like the official suspect or anything. Exactly. The case eventually goes cold. Aw, man. Now, trigger warning. Child. Aw, man. Smart of you to do it before, though. Instead of like during. (laughs) Instead of like, anyway, here it is. (laughs) When I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, trigger warning. (laughs) Cut to Edgewater District. Hmm. Which is about 40 minutes away from Josephine and Francis's places. Okay. Jim and Hanson Degnan had recently moved there with their two daughters, Suzanne, who was six years old, and Betty. I'm not sure how old Betty was. Oh, no. 
Jim worked for the Office of Price Administration. What? He pricing shit? He pricing like, shit. I am the administrator of prices. Mm-hmm. And he was a senior executive. Oh, shit. So he's fucking doing all right, Could right? you imagine getting to be a contestant on the prices, right? <laughs> he's like, I know all of these. I administer these. I set these prices. Yeah. I just set that one last week. <laughs> no, you're wrong. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. Watch, I'm going to change the price <laughs> to what I think it should be. Well, that was his job, apparently. They had transferred him to Chicago, so that's why they moved there, right? Okay, Chicago needed some prices. Yep. They lived in a giant house-slash-duplex-type deal Mm -hmm. where his family lived on the bottom half and another family lived above them. Okay. Okay? At the time, there was a nationwide meat packers strike going on. Not the packers of the meat. The meat packers had had enough. How will I eat my food? Right? And the company that Jim worked for was in charge of rationing products or some shit. Okay, that sounds right. So, ostensibly, he wasn't a very well-liked guy in the Mm. meatpacking industry. Mm, People are like, that motherfucker never gives me enough. Mm -hmm. I need more allocation. Mm Mm-hmm. And his company was talking about extending the rationing to dairy products as well. Oh, snap. So, meanwhile, other senior executives at the company were getting death threats against their lives and their children. That's crazy. And they were given armed guards because they're getting all these death threats, right? Can you imagine if that happened in today's world? Like, it very well easily could. It does. You know? Like, it still does. For, like, politics and shit, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But, like, wow. Remember, didn't they just recently have that because someone was... I don't remember. Everyone was protesting outside of some lady's house, dude's house. I don't fucking know. Mm. I don't remember. But I don't know if you can recall my goddamn, but I don't give a flying fuck what's going on in this world right now. Oh, yeah. Same. It wasn't recent either. <laughs> oh, It was okay. back when I cared. <laughs> uh, I thought you meant like, you know, like this week or something. I'm like, oh, no, I don't no, know. No, no. I have no, no, no. no idea. I don't know what's happening outside of my household There right could now. be a tornado in my front yard and I'd be like, fucking take it. And you're like, is it the students from Idaho? Yeah. No? Okay, then. <laughs> I know. On. Really? That's the only thing I know about. I'm like Googling it every day. Right. Okay, so... Death threats, they're given armed guards. That's scary. But Jim hadn't had any such threats, so he didn't have any armed guards, Oh, right? man. And on January 7th, 1946, the family woke up and discovered that Suzanne, the six-year-old, mm-hmm. was missing. Uh-oh. That's scary. The door to her bedroom was closed, which was odd because she was six years old and slept at the door open. Sure. Like, you know, fucking scared of the dark and all that shit, right? Yeah. My kids always sleep with the door open. Mm-hmm. And her window was all the way open. Nope. Which, January in Chicago, nope. probably fucking cold, right? Worst idea ever. Yeah. Her bedroom was on the second floor, and there was a ladder found outside that had been stolen from a nursery nearby. I'm assuming they mean, like, garden nursery. Now, did she sleep on the second floor with the family, the other family? Or is that, like, upper level, lower level or something? I think it's, like, a... Well, now, I, I don't really know. Okay. Because... They said it was a big house. Her bedroom was not on the ground floor, but they did say that the other family lived above them. Huh. So maybe it's like more than two floors. Maybe like four stories or two stories, three stories. Yeah, kind of like a townhome or something. Yeah. Okay. So the ladder was found there from the nursery. Mm-hmm. And that ladder was tall enough to reach Suzanne's window. Hmm. It wasn't placed in, like next to it, but... Close it, enough that they're like, this is probably what was used to get to her open-ass window. Exactly. The family immediately calls the police, obviously. Mm -hmm. And when the police get there, they find a note that had been blown off the bed. (gasps) 
It, oh. Yep. You think that guy's all mad? I'm assuming it's a guy. I like, put the fucking note on the bed and the wind blew it away. Right? Ruined the whole goddamn I scene. fucking planned this. Yeah. Okay. Put a so rock on it next note. time, you know? It was a ransom note that said, get $20,000 ready and wait for my word. Do not notify the FBI or police. Oops. Bills are in fives and tens. Burn this for her safety. Pretty fucking, like, bossy. How do you expect me to get that many fives and tens? How do you expect me to get $20,000 in fives and tens? That's stupid. I don't think any bank is going to have that. No. Like, you'd have to go to multiple banks. Yeah. What a chore. Somebody's going to catch on. Be like, what the fuck? What's this guy doing? Mm -hmm. You know? Like, how many fives do you have? How many can I take? It won't be enough. Yeah. It won't be enough. Yeah. It's not going to be enough. I'd have to go to fucking Fort Knox itself and pull out a goddamn ingot of gold. Of fives? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when questioned, the family said they heard the neighbor's dog barking at some point during the night. But that's not yeah. out of the ordinary, right? Yeah. Fucking and a rabbit. What? A rabbit goes by. Dogs yeah. go crazy. Yeah, exactly. And at another time, Helen had woken up because she thought she heard Suzanne crying. <gasps> And she woke up her husband, and they both listened for a little while, didn't hear anything, <gasps> and went back to bed. Oh, no. Why would you tell me this, Aaron? Now I have a new complex. Do you know how many times my kids make a sound in the night? And I'm like, please don't wake up all the way. And then I go back to sleep. Do you have a camera? No. Well, I do, but it's not Is on. It plugged in? <laughs> okay. It's probably plugged in. I just never look at it. I don't even know if it's pointing at the right way. I've but been, then also my kid is so old, like, I shouldn't have a camera in his room anymore. I know. My my older kids doesn't work anymore, but my younger kid, she'll still, like, scream and stuff. And mm-hmm. so then I have to look at her and be like, is she just singing or is she mad? Yeah. Because she's usually just singing. Oh, my God. Gonna I'm right. going to have to get up now. Like, Sorry. this is how my brain works. Sorry about it. Okay. These poor parents. Police are sure that it's a meatpacker who is upset about the circumstances and taking his frustration out on Jim. Wow. Okay. And like holding the kid ransom. Exactly. For some meat. So police canvass the neighborhood and two detectives find a manhole cover that looked like it had been recently moved. (gasps) How would you know if it had been recently moved? I don't know. Like the dirt is disturbed? It was like a jar. Oh, Like not quite on all the way out, right? (gasps) Is this motherfucker running through the sewers? No. Okay. So when they looked inside, they found what looked like the head of a doll. Oh, my God. Okay. But it was not a doll. (gasps) It was Suzanne's head. No! Was it just her head? Yes. (gasps) You're fucking kidding me. I would not. What? Fucking kid you. And by that night, they had found most of the rest of her body in nearby sewers. Homie did not even give them time to get all those fives and tens. No. Like, was his plan just fucking to murder her and not give her back? What a dick. What a dick. Oh, my God. Most of her body in just a bunch of little sewer holes. Uh Uh-huh. This motherfucking asshole. They didn't find her arms until weeks later. (gasps) Just. Also in sewers? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Police also found an apartment building a few blocks away with a basement that I guess was relatively empty. And I assume it was like a laundry basement because it had like a big sink, like a wash basin or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. And inside that sink, they found blood, flesh, and hair in the drain. (gasps) Oh, my God. The police concluded that that was where Suzanne's body had been dismembered, (gasps) but not killed. What? 
Oh, like he brought her there after killing her. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. A medical examiner also said that the dismemberment was absolutely done by a professional. (gasps) A butcher. Well, a meat packer. It's following their thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. Or just homie who kills a lot of people. But he hasn't been cutting them up. He hasn't been cutting them up. This is very out of character. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different MO, right? Okay. So police have no leads. Great. But they have, like, a new police chief in town or whatever. Oh, he's like, whew, I got to earn my keep. Well, he's like, I got to earn my keep. And also, we just had these two other murders that are currently cold and unsolved. And now we've had this one with this little girl. Like, I fucking have to solve this. Yeah, there's something going on. Yeah. So they interview, like, the entire fucking neighborhood. Like, 300, 400 people. Wow. Right? Yeah. And they polygraphed, I think, over 170 people. Jesus. But they had... Nothing solid. Wow. It was hard to discern, but I believe that they also found a fingerprint, mm. possibly that matched the one in Francis's home. Oh, interesting. That they, would be nice. Like, at least they have a link to right? say that yeah. is the same killer because it is Something. such a different MO. It is. Yeah. But they were dismissing people on fingerprint evidence. And I don't know where they got fingerprints from so confirmed. This house yet. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. are, they do find fingerprints on the ransom note, but like later, later. Hmm. So I don't really, I'm not okay, sure. Okay, interesting. Also, this ransom note was touched by the family, oh God. the detectives, yeah. fucking random fingerprints and stuff where they thought it was trash too. It wasn't on the bed, it was blown off. So they're like, yeah. what's this? And then yeah. it was a ransom note. Who, that is one thing you don't want to lose track of. No. A ransom note? Right? Mm. Where did we put it? Where am I supposed <laughs> to drop this off? How many did he want in tens? He didn't fucking RSVP yet. <laughs> it's like every fucking kid's birthday invitation. I know. Like, where is that? I got one right now. I yeah. like, can't make it. I'm like, oh, shoot. I already assumed that. Thank yeah. you for texting. Like, I, I knew. <laughs> With this new police chief's fucking strong connection to all of these well, and will to solve them all. Yeah, his strong will to solve them all. Unfortunately, it led to them accusing Uh-oh. a the lot of people. Wrong people. They accused the maintenance man who worked at the apartment where Suzanne was dismembered. Mm-hmm. He was a 65-year-old man with a stellar reputation Aww. and an alibi. But and he pol- didn't even own a white sweater. Right. <laughs> but police beat him so badly, <gasps> like, during the interrogation and stuff, because this is 1940 fucking six. Oh, shit. And rules don't apply. Yeah. And they beat him so badly that after they were forced to let him go because they didn't actually have any evidence against him, yeah, he had to spend 10 days in the hospital recovering. Oh, my gosh. What the fuck, man? Jesus Christ. He sued the police department for $15,000, and he was awarded $20,000. Oh, good for him. Silver lining, but like, bro. Was it in fives and tens? Bro. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, I feel like I've heard that. Don't worry. We have the ransom. (laughs) So like, well, we can't give it away now. The kid Aww. didn't make it, so we'll give it to this guy. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um. So now, cut to William Hirons, right? William Hirons. Yes, mm-hmm. the original name in this whole motherfucking story. Yep, the original name who I'm going to sell you on, right? William Hirons runs from Sirens. William was born November 15th, 1928. Okay, so he's 20-something at the time of all these murders. Mm-hmm. He was a Scorpio. Oh, yes, I forget every time. <laughs> what do we know about Scorpios? They're mean. Well, when I heard he was a Scorpio, I was like, well, that explains it. Yeah. Only from everything I've ever heard on TikTok that's like, Scorpios are aggressive and mean. Oh, are they? I mean, allegedly. I feel like it. They're scorpions, right? Yeah. That's like that. 
Yeah. Like, I will fight you. Right? Oh, my oh. little stinger in the tip of my tail. Yeah. It's a he little was... sack of poison. Yeah. Get him. <laughs> he was born in Lincolnwood, Illinois. Okay. That was a lot of words for that place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. His parents were immigrants, and they were poor, and they argued constantly. Oh, man. So to avoid listening to the arguments, William would leave the house and just wander the streets, right? That sounds great. Fucking raised by the streets. Yeah. Which is a totally normal thing at that time, right? Yeah, for sure. He eventually began stealing, but not to resell the items or to make money or anything, just to steal. Like for happiness? Like yeah. I want a cookie and but, I'll never get a cookie because my parents will never buy me a cookie. So I'm going to steal. Like Aladdin? Um, He said it relieved tension. Oh, interesting. Different than Aladdin. It was just like, gotta keep one step. Head of the bread line. <laughs> one swing. Head of the sword. <laughs> I steal. We're only what I can afford. <laughs> and that's everything. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, they were poor, so they couldn't afford anything. But he was like, no, I was doing it for fun and to relieve tension. Okay. Weird so he got to keep one step ahead of the anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, keep one step ahead of my parents. <laughs> one swing. There. Okay. So fucking everybody needs a hobby. That was his, right? Yeah, I guess so. He's like, oh, feeling a little anxious. Swipey doodle. Yep. And he was like, now I feel better. Yeah. But when he was 13 years old, he was caught by police. Oh. They said he looked suspicious, and then they frisked him, and Ooh. they found a loaded gun. Ooh, a little frisking. Mm-hmm. Which, in today's society, I'm like, don't let them touch you without a warrant, you know? Like, yeah, different times. <laughs> different times. Also, I'm sure that gun was not registered. Uh, It may have been registered, but it wasn't to him. <laughs> Do they have gun registry then? It's just like everybody gets a gun. It's a right. I don't know. I'm sure. We're not concerned about where or how you got it. I don't know. I found my dad's, like, uh, his first gun fucking purchase card thing. Mm -hmm. He was, like, 12. (laughs) And he bought a rifle. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, Dad. (laughs) And they let you sign that? (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, everyone had one. You just carry that in your wallet. I I know. know. So maybe it was like that. So then I saw, you know, 13-year-old with a gun. It's not that weird in the 30s or 40s, I guess. It's pretty standard. Yeah, I thought so, too. But... I guess maybe it wasn't like a rifle or a hunting thing. It was like a little a pistol, little pew pew gun, bitch pistol, <laughs> a little, yeah, bitch pistol. <laughs> anyway, Over. the police find him with the gun, right? And mm-hmm. they're like, "You, you're 13. No. What are you doing, you delinquent?" Yeah. And they bring him back home and they search his house. Okay. I feel like police are really overstepping in this whole thing, right? But they must have had some suspicions for a while on this kid. I don't think so. You think Literally, it's just like a slow would... day on the beat. And they're like, let's go fucking poke through his things. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they were like, this isn't your gun. What else isn't yours? I don't know. Mm. But then his parents were like, Where did you get like, this yeah. apple? <laughs> <laughs> right? You can't afford this. They so his also... parents were like, cool, come on in, check it out? I don't know. Hmm. Because if my kid came home and they were like, we found him with this gun, I'd be like, crazy, take the gun. Leave yeah. the kid. Now you can go. Like, yeah, go away now. Yeah, you're not going to search my house. Yeah. But also, uh-uh. I think things, more laws are known now by civilians. For sure. Yeah. Different time. So they take him home. They search the entire house. They also apparently lived next to a building with an unused shed on the roof. Okay. That William must have been known to frequent. Mm-hmm. Because the police also searched that. Mm-hmm. And they found in the home and this shed a shit ton of weapons. Really? Women's fur coats. Oh, he's going to sell some shit. Suits. He's like, what is that, a mink? Yeah, yeah. But he wouldn't sell anything. He's huh. just like collecting, collecting it. it. Like, 
Look at this stuff. <laughs> Isn't, Isn't it, it neat? neat? <laughs> There's a lot of Disney songs in this one. I know, right? <laughs> He's like putting on his like fucking mink overcoat. Right? Wouldn't you think my collection's, collection's complete? complete. <laughs> He's like walking around with a fucking long candle yeah. or a cigarette holder. <laughs> like just dancing around. I don't know. They found coats, fur coats, suits, cameras, radios. Wow. And jewelry. Everything was stolen, right? Jeez. So this kid just had, like, this... A stash. Yeah, luxury yeah. goods section. And William was like, ah, you fucking got me. He admitted <laughs> to robbing at least 11 homes. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He went into the homes. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like, into their closets. He's yeah. getting fucking coats out. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, you have that one event. <laughs> yeah, you're like, where is my mink coat? <laughs> yeah, like, how did this go missing? <laughs> right? So... Did the moths eat it? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> so he was sent to Gibalt School for Wayward Boys. Oh, no. Those were notoriously terrible. Mm-hmm. He was only there for a few months, though, and then he was released. Okay. And upon his release, he started stealing again. Yeah. Because obviously. Uh-huh. And he was caught again, and this time sentenced to three years at St. Bede Academy. Wow. Three years? Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Now, St. Bede Academy, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I feel like you're nailing it. Is a private Catholic school. Uh-oh, those nuns are going to slap the fuck out of your knuckles. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, unless I get that fucking fur mink coat, mink fur coat. Yeah. You're going straight to hell. Yeah, obviously. And William actually did really good there. Mm. He seemed to straighten up, had really good grades, all that bullshit, right? Yeah, they're scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was like, I will listen. <laughs> yeah. His instructors even encouraged him to apply to a special learning program at the University of Chicago for, like, super fucking smart kids. Oh, wow. And he was accepted. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So he skipped his senior year of high school, and he went straight to university at 16 years old. He just had somebody paying attention to him, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. And he's a fucking genius, right? Turns out. Now, at the university, he majored as an electrical engineer. Uh-oh. He was a good student, and he became, like, a teacher's aide. And yeah. he got a job as an usher and this teacher's aide Ooh. thing, right? They call me U.S. H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. Now tell me what you want to do to me. <laughs> <laughs> he was a popular kid, and he did well with the ladies. Oh, okay. But he started burgling again. He's like, do you want this mink coat? Mm-hmm. He was like, check out what I got for you, right? I guess he was going steady with a girl. I didn't write her name down. But mm. there was a chick that he was like. Seeing a lot. Mostly Steadily. Into. Yes, steadily. I see what you did there. <laughs> so he would steal purses and cash from homes and dorms. Mm-hmm. He stole war bonds. <gasps> worth $7,000. Wow. And he would scratch off the name of the original owners or uh-huh. whatever, which then don't you need to, like, doesn't there be a certified somehow? I don't fucking know. Mm. But he was like, now mm. it's mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, got it. I hold this. Mm-hmm. And he bought $500 savings bonds with loose money that he had stolen. Oh, wow. Okay. He's, like, investing. Yeah. He was like, um. <laughs> That's interesting. I might so be a delinquent, but nice these need to bonds. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the interest rate on this motherfucker? <laughs> He'd be a millionaire by now, right? Yeah. So then on June 26, 1946, he decided to try to cash one of the war bonds. Mm-hmm. But the post office was closed. Damn it. So he couldn't. Unfortunately for him, he had, like, taken a fucking train, a trolley, and you a bus You cashed him at the post office? Apparently. Huh. You did back in the day. Wow. I think I did a case one time on a post office or postmaster or something that he lived above it, and so they had a bunch of money because they cashed bonds. 
I kind of remember that vaguely. Okay, yeah. what were you saying about a trolley? Uh, he had taken, like, a bus train and a trolley to get there, so it was like an endeavor because he didn't have a car. Oh, Jesus. And then he's like, God damn it, they're closed. And then they were fucking closed. Was it fucking Sunday, bro? Check the goddamn calendar. You know, I don't know. He did say, like, he looked over and saw a sign that he had never seen before that said that they were closed, and I was like, the hours posted on the door? <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, I feel like you would have seen that. Yeah. But, either which way, so... He still needs money because he's supposed to take his lady out on a date the next night, right? Oh, no. He wants to get some pussy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, fuck. Now I got to burgle somebody because I need money and oh, cash. Oh, no. What a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. While he was inside about to snatch a wallet, a tenant noticed him and screamed. Inside what? Side note. Okay. Let's start there. Okay. <laughs> this is a good place to start. <laughs> what? <laughs> so he went to an apartment building, like a random apartment building. Uh-huh. And I guess his thing was, because he needs to like be buzzed in or whatever. Yeah. He would press a little buzzer thing, but it was those, like, it's not fucking electrical. It's like you're talking through a fucking can and a string or whatever to talk up to them. And so he would just talk gibberish because they wouldn't, it was hard to understand through those things anyway. And then oh. people were like, what the fuck are you saying? And he's just like, well, I don't know, cats on Tuesdays. And then they'd be like, what? And then he'd just repeat or say something crazy. And then they'd eventually buzz him in because they're like, I don't know what the fuck this oh, is. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. But they assume that they're hearing it wrong or, you know, because yeah, like, it wasn't a reliable communication. <laughs> like a can on a string. Like a can on a string. So... Now, while inside said apartment, random apartment building, he mm-hmm. would just cruise the halls because everything's inside because it's Chicago. Yeah. He would cruise the halls and wait until he could find an open door and he'd kind of like peek around and see if he could see anything or see oh. anybody. Oh. The door would be open or you mean like unlocked? Oh, open. What the fuck? What like are people ajar. doing? Opening doors on an inside, but like, I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't I know. Wouldn't. It's like a hotel. You're not just going to leave your door open. Yeah. You know? Isn't that weird? weird? Yeah. Like I'm thinking of the one apartment that we lived in where our friends also lived in it, but they lived in like the the one bedrooms the that inside, had that yeah. style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was inside. I would never just open my door like going to air off the house. No, I wouldn't either. No. That's weird. But maybe people did back yeah. in the 46s. Maybe. Perhaps. So while he was inside, he found a room with an open door. Now, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Okay, if the door's open, I've got to assume somebody's home. I would think. That's creepy. But he's looking for, like, you know. Easy that, to just grab and leave. Yeah, that, like, front entryway table that you put your uh, wallet on and shit. Fucking keys. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So he saw one of those. He sees a wallet. And he's like, I'm going to snatch that bitch. Oh, Okay. But a tenant, like, across the fucking way or down the hall or somewhere, noticed him and screamed, like, ah, that guy's fucking burgling somebody. That guy's touching your shit. Mm-hmm. And then another man started chasing him. And so he's like, ah, fuck. This is too active of a hallway to be robbing shit from. Sounds like. Yeah. yeah. So he runs away, and this other guy's chasing him, and William eventually is trapped inside of a stairwell. Uh-oh. Police are called, and they show up and block the escape, like... Yeah. Fucked, dude. Yeah, you live here now. Yeah, you got to go through the police or be arrested, right? So he pulls out the gun that he was carrying. Oh, my God. he pointed it at one of the officers. Oh, my God. Who ducked. And so then he just tried to fucking Scooby-Doo past him. What? (laughs) Like He's like, aha! (laughs) Scared him, like got him, and he just tried to fucking go. Well, this officer didn't really like that, right? Yeah. So he was caught. And the officer that he had pointed the gun at was pretty pissed. Yeah. So he took a flower pot and bashed him over the head with it. This is like fucking the Three Stooges. Literally. Not like literally fucking them, but like, you know. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like absurd, right? Yeah. 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 
So this officer, I guess there were three pots on this little sill, and he like grabbed it and like smashed it, and then smashed the next one, and smashed the next one because he was so mad. Yeah. Which, oh. like police brutality, man! Like yeah. you got him, <laughs> Jesus! You, you got him. Yeah. You can stop hitting him in the head now. If those were my flower pots, I'd be so pissed. I was thinking the same thing. I'd be so pissed, like, especially me. If it's alive, if there's a plant in there and it's alive, <laughs> oh, so man! Like, are you kidding me? Do you know the amount of time I put in that? fucker to keep it alive probably not it was a man in the 46s he didn't fucking plant shit what are those pots there for no the policeman oh yeah he yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. He, he didn't, didn't understand know. he didn't know but the horticulture that goes into oh, it the love and care yeah the tender love of a green thumb yeah he didn't understand the exist. green thumb Ugh. yeah so williams knocked out cold right yeah sounds like it that's pretty intense yeah and he wakes up in the hospital being fingerprinted oh my god wow did not think you were going to say printed after that. It's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. This is a different time. What a way to be woken up. <laughs> They're like, maybe this will do it. Oh, no. Oh, Boop. my God. No, he was being fingerprinted, which he was like, I recognize this feeling because I've been arrested before. Right? Yeah. Are they allowed to do that without consent? They were. I don't think they're allowed to do half of the shit in this story. <laughs> Police have been overstepping some boundaries in this one. Sounds like it. It's Chicago, though. <laughs> I mean, listen, they had just dealt with the whole, like, Al Capone era. They're so like, we're not doing this shit again. They're like, we have a zero tolerance policy on crime. <laughs> <laughs> so he's being fingerprinted. Yeah. And then he discovers... That he is being blamed for more than just these burglaries, right? Uh Police suspected that he may have been involved in these murders as well. You know, the whole beginning half of the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like starting to piece this shit together. Mm -hmm. So the police kept him for a total of six days. He wasn't allowed to talk to his parents for four of those days. How old is he now? He's 16. Jesus. Slash and they 17. think he did all that murdering. And they think See, he did I all was, that murdering. I was saying it seemed kind of immature. You did say that. I did say that. It's you like did. I'm a detective. Mm, it's like that. Unless I'm wrong. <laughs> well, we'll see. So he wasn't allowed to talk to his parents, mm-hmm. which again, police doing some shady business. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't given the opportunity to speak to a lawyer for that entire six days, right? Wow, yeah. He was given sodium pentothal. And some cigs. No. <laughs> Which is a truth serum, quote unquote. <gasps> oh. But they didn't have a warrant to give him this, and they didn't have consent of him or his parents or a fucking lawyer. So they were just like, eh, anyway, let's see what this does, right? Oh, my God. And then they interrogated him for three hours, and he confessed that he had an alternate personality named George <gasps> Murren. Oh. They were like, we don't know what he said. The actual transcripts, I guess, were lost. And they were like, oh, it was like a murmur name. It was like a murmur, murmur, or something like that. And so in the media, the press was like, George Murder Man. Oh. Got it, right? Oh, my God. So they call him, they're like, George Murder Man. Yeah, George Murder Man murdered these women. And so he was like, I got an alternate personality named George Murder And that guy committed the murders. Hmm. But William doesn't remember any of this interrogation. Yeah, because he had the truth serum. Mm-hmm. Now, does truth serum really work? We'll get to that. Okay. You'd think they use it all the time if I did. <laughs> right? Oh, you have a thing that doesn't make someone tell the truth? Uh, spoiler alert, no. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? I started listening to a podcast called, like, Climax or something like that. And it's about this time and era and all mm-hmm. of that. And it's about 
like Instagram? the CIA using yeah 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 yeah. You guys should listen to it if I ever remember what it's actually called. Spoiler alert: It does not work. Like I guess it mm. could work, but I think it's like being very drunk, and also you are highly susceptible to suggestion. Ah, so they could be like, "Did did you do that? I think you did that," and they'd be like, "I did that." Yeah, like, gotcha, gotcha. It's not it's not real good for oh, okay. valid confessions. Okay, see, see, so, that's why we don't use it all the time. Exactly. My motherfucking phone. So George Merriman could have been made up. Yeah. He doesn't remember the interrogation. And then, supposedly, you know, sobered up from the fucking truth serum and shit, William spoke with Captain Michael Ayrn mm-hmm. with his attorney and a stenographer present. And he claimed that someone named George Merman may have committed the murders. Hmm. Side note. George is his middle name and his father's name. Yeah. And when police searched, they didn't find anyone who may have been acquainted with William by the name of George. So they're like, who is this person? Why do you know him, right? Yeah, where'd you get this guy from? William claimed to have met George when he was 13 years old. And it was George who would go out and rob these homes. And that George could, quote, kill like a cobra when he was caught. Hmm. When he was caught? Yeah, so like... Oh, if they caught him stealing, then he'd be like, zing, zing, zing. Yeah, like... Cobra. Yeah. And he then like dances. Oh, yeah. oh shit, look at my eyes. <laughs> Sing. <laughs> and then he was given a lumbar puncture. Because he's still in the hospital, right? What? Which is like a spinal tap. No. Usually used to check for diseases. Okay. He was given that without any anesthesia or reason. And he was Were taken they torturing him? Basically, yeah. That's weird. It was real weird. And he was taken to do a polygraph test, like, right after, right? But he was in so much pain, considering they had just fucking given him a spinal tap. I'm going to vomit. Like, why? What the fuck? Because it's 46 and police don't have rules. Oh, my God. Don't touch his spine. Jesus. What if you're wrong, you know? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Seems like a pretty big risk. (laughs) Yeah. So he's taken to go do this polygraph test. But he's in an incredible amount of pain, mm. and polygraphs are kind of based on, like, your... Your heart rate and shit. Yeah, your heart rate, your breathing, all that kind of bullshit, right? Yeah, you got to be at, a, like, a common resting area place uh-huh. thing. And so they had to reschedule the test. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was eventually administered, and the results were found to be inconclusive. Interesting. But there's that. But what about the fingerprints, you say? Yeah, I do say that. His fingerprints matched the one found in Francis' apartment. (gasps) Bum, 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 bum. What? So it is him. And on Suzanne's ransom note. So it is him. What the fuck, though? Like, how did he find Suzanne? So here's the thing about that. Okay. Apparently, you're supposed to have 12 points of comparison to match a fingerprint. But the police were like, he has nine, and we're going to call that a match. Oh, no. Which, if using a standard of nine points, would also match 65% of the population. Oh, my God. Okay. Whoopsie. So. So they're just trying to peg him. Seems suspicious. So on June 30th, 1946, police announced that his fingerprints did not match. Oh, what the fuck is going on? My bad. Like, it doesn't match. This sounds like the Idaho murders. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And then 12 days later, they were like, JK dog totally matches. What? His fingerprints match. Yep. Huh. Based on these nine points. So they really don't have any evidence against him, right? Yeah. Other than this shady fingerprint business... 
and this weird confession. Yeah. Kind of not coerced necessarily, but like, but like it's shady. He was under the influence. Yeah. yeah. William's defense attorneys believed that William had committed these murders, so they persuaded him to take a plea deal. So here's the thing, though, before you go too far. I'm thinking in my head that he probably did commit them and that perhaps he does have a dissociative, like... Personality. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't recognize in his sober state when he said, like, my friend so-and-so did that. Or he does recognize it and is like... Building his insanity defense Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They considered that, too. Yeah. Okay. But his law- his own lawyers don't believe, believe him. him. That's shitty. Yeah. So they convinced him to take a plea deal for one life sentence. Okay. Like, honestly, what's the difference then? Death, maybe? Yeah. Oh, okay. Death, the death penalty. Okay. Table. I was like, one versus two? Who cares? And in order to take that, he would have to make another confession in order to avoid that death penalty, right? Mm-hmm. So together, William and his lawyers wrote the confession. Hmm. And he's 16. Yeah. Where are his parents doing? I think he's 17 by the time of the trial, but... Where are his parents like, this is awful. His parents didn't know what to do, so they were like, uh, the lawyers are saying to take this plea deal. Yeah. You do steal it. a lot. You kind of had to go to, like, a wayward fucking boys' yeah, schools like and fits. shit. Yeah, like, maybe. And there are... Not, poor they're yeah. immigrants they're just like i don't fucking know man yeah like just trying to follow the laws like go do your thing yeah don't get us in any more trouble if you're innocent you'll come out right yeah yeah do the right thing so during his confession with his lawyers like writing it up william would tell the story and then the lawyers would be like are you sure mm. so they were like prompting him to uh-huh allegedly yeah when he would get the detail wrong or something, and so then he would allegedly guess again and be like, mm, "It was it like sounds this. like Brendan from uh, Stephen Murder, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah." And so he would change his confession until it was what the lawyers wanted to hear, what matched. Uh huh. Yeah. And then on July thirtieth, William and his lawyers met with the police chief and reporters to give the his, confession. Yeah, second confession. But before he did, the chief gave a speech about how excited everyone was to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. And he kept emphasizing the truth. Mm. He's like, we, I cannot wait to hear the truth. the truth about this. Yeah, like, oh, I thought you knew the truth. Well, that, well, he hasn't told this confession yet. But either which way, this made William mad because in his mind, that's not the truth. What he wrote was not the truth. Oh. And so he's like, this bitch wants to hear the truth so bad, I'll tell him the fucking truth. Oh. So he did not say what was written in the confession that he had agreed to, right? What did he say? He reneged on the whole deal. He did not confess, which pissed off the police chief and his lawyers. Yeah. Well, don't try to peg somebody for something they didn't do, if he really didn't do it. If he really didn't do it. We don't know. So then the police chief was like, all right, we're going to fucking throw the book at him, right? Like, you had your chance. Fuck you then. Yeah. He's going to get a trial, and he's going to face the death penalty. Okay. But- he eventually calmed down and arranged another plea deal for a confession. Okay, because he doesn't have anything to get him a positive He doesn't have any verdict. Yeah. yeah. So this time it's going to be three life sentences, but no death penalty still. Okay. Which I guess is better, <laughs> depending. Sounds just like that plea deal. <laughs> well, it was one life sentence before. I know, but you only have one fucking life. Like, life. You know what I mean? Three. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> mm. It's like a false threat. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Take away your iPad. <laughs> yeah. Your million-dollar bond is now going to be one and a half million dollars. Yeah. You're like, great, whatever. Again, same thing after a certain point, you know? I know. 
William eventually did confess in a public allocution where reporters and whomever could ask questions, right? Oh, okay. What'd he say? He answered the questions. He seemed to be intimately familiar with the inside of Francis's apartment. Yeah. And he also said that the knife that he had used to dismember Suzanne was on the subway tracks near the scene. Oh. And police had never looked there. What? And then the police didn't go look there. What? They were like, crazy. That's cool. And so reporters were like, let's fucking go to that subway and <gasps> see if any of these track crew people have found a knife. What? And they had. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. And William identified it as his knife. So, yeah, that's the one. The police couldn't even be fucking bothered to go check. Right. They were like, evidence. Wow, that's terrible. So then that night, after this whole confession and everything, he attempted to hang himself in his cell. <gasps> Ooh. But he was saved. Okay. And then the trial happened. Yeah. And he was sentenced to three life sentences. Mm-hmm. After the trial, Suzanne's father got up the nerve to ask if his daughter had suffered when she died. Mm-hmm. And William responded, quote, I can't tell you if she suffered. I didn't kill her. Please look after your other daughter because whoever killed Suzanne is still out there. <gasps> so now he's recanting. He's like, what? I didn't fucking do that shit, right? This is awful. Uh-huh. And from then on, he denied any involvement in the murders. Oh, my God. Now, here's yeah. the thing. Tell me. I can't find anywhere that the knife was tested for having DNA or blood or anything on it that would definitively point to William being the murderer. But that's or... pretty odd that, like, he knew that there was a knife there and that they were like, yeah, there's a knife here. Yeah. Well, he was burgling yeah. all around that area. Yeah. He had at some point thrown a knife out. Mm, Not necessarily used point. it to dismember, but, yeah. like, there's your evidence, yeah. right? Yeah. But no testing was done on it, so there's no DNA attaching it to Suzanne's murder. Yeah. There was nothing from any of the victims' homes found in William's possession. Yeah. Which, to me, seems really weird for a kleptomaniac to not take something from these homes, right? Yeah, yeah. Josephine's daughter doesn't believe that he murdered her mother. Really? Yeah. She said she searched through all of his stuff, didn't find any of her mom's stuff. She said he was like a a young kid. It didn't seem to fit in her mind. Yeah. The truth serum thing has since been... Proved to be unreliable, right? You can be susceptible to suggestion. Yeah. The polygraph tests, which William was given polygraph tests and they were determined inconclusive, right? Yeah. But experts seven years later went back and reevaluated the results and they decided that they were not inconclusive. He had been telling the truth. He (gasps) was innocent. What? But also we know that polygraph tests aren't necessarily reliable. Oh my God, I'm invested. What is going on here? (laughs) Yeah. William's handwriting was compared to the ransom note and the giant lipstick wall message, right? Yeah, I feel like, can you really use lipstick wall messages as a... (laughs) No, I don't think so. But you could definitely do the the ransom note, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both were not a match. Huh. There was also apparently some tomfoolery with the fingerprints where the chain of custody on the samples was broken. Oh, my God. And apparently the fingerprint that they now found on the ransom note looked so perfect, it looked like a rolled police fingerprint. <gasps> like they it, planted it? Yep. It looked like it oh, may have been planted there. no. And lastly, there were 29 inconsistencies in his confession that didn't match the facts. Wow. Despite all of this, William remained in prison. 
1965, he was granted parole for Suzanne's murder. Wow. But he had two more life sentences to serve. Oh, so, so that makes the difference. He stayed in prison. While in prison, he earned his bachelor's degree. He got 250 college credits, and he would kind of play act as other inmates' lawyers, like helping them out with their defenses and things like that. Well, now, here's the thing, though, is like if he's so smart and everything, why would he confess to things he didn't do? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. You can be book smart, not street smart. Yeah, I guess. In 1975, the Court of Appeals said some legal stuff that basically <laughs> would let William walk, but family members of the victims fought it. And the ruling good. was reversed. I don't know why I said good. I just feel so bad for these family members. Like, uh, I was thinking when he got out on parole for Suzanne, I'm like, why? She, if you say he's guilty, that's not long enough. Yeah. Especially because she was dismembered. Like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? A six-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. Honestly. It's a shit show. It's an entire shit show. Wow. That's so, so sad. William was sent to a minimum security prison. And he was diagnosed with diabetes, and he had to use a wheelchair. He lost all of his appeals after that, and he died on March 5th, 2012, at 83 years old, still in custody. Wow. So long story short, I don't fucking know if he did it. Oh, my God. What <laughs> the it. fuck? I don't know, but that's the man who they— They almost don't match, though. They don't match. I think yeah. this person who's a burglar, who has burgled all of these homes and things, and then maybe escalates to murder, but then I feel like you would— still like join your two hobbies like you would burgle steal the something that you yeah like yeah. that doesn't make any sense to mm -mm. me and well, then the two women that were murdered were totally different than the suzanne ransom note meat packer dismembering yeah murder. that's crazy totally different yeah i don't fucking know i, I don't, don't know that it. they're connected i really don't believe that he did it huh but also you never fucking know he was blamed for it and, and he was admitting to it like, there's something. He admitted to it a couple of times. Yeah. But yeah, but do you trust it? Maybe it's like a, like Rain Man, you know, where he was really, really smart, but, like, not that smart. Yeah. Like you said, not street smart. Yeah. I don't know, man. Isn't that That's crazy? fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, thanks for that, Aaron. You're and welcome. thanks for that new complex where I'm going to have to check on my kid every time I hear a peep. You're also welcome. Uh, So, if you want to check out pictures pertaining to Aaron's case, go to our social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Whoa, 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 whoa. Our handle is at ISGD Podcast. You can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com or if you'd like to snail mail us, do so at PO Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 9197. Nine. And we have a parcel from <laughs> Matthew, and Erin forgot it at our house today. So I did. We're going to open it next week. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe Not tomorrow. tomorrow. Saturday. Maybe Saturday. Because we do it on social media now. Oh, but August. he said, he said, he said, he sent an email and he said, I'd like to see it on the podcast. I prefer it more on the podcast. Oh, shit. Okay. We'll do it that way. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. Motherfuckers making requests. <laughs> and we it. will abide, and evidently. Will. <laughs> Are you sending me snacks? Fuck yeah. I will, I will abide by I'll your I'll put request. that shit anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want, baby. Okay. And that's it. Love Bye. you guys. Bye. Alligator chop. <laughs>